Good afternoon. This is Dr. Gwen. Today is Tuesday, excuse me, Thursday, uh, January 24th, 2007. Uh, and it's a rainy, rainy day here in Santa Barbara. It's something nice about being inside on a rainy day. A rare thing here in California. And the first um, paper we're going to talk about, and you'll hear my bird, I'm holding him, but you'll, you might hear him chirping in the background. Um, <clears throat> the first paper is about acrylamide. Um, and the title of this paper is Acrylamide in Food May Increase Risk of Breast Cancer. And acrylamide is a chemical that's formed when frying, roasting, grilling, or baking carbohydrate-rich foods at temperatures above 120 degrees centigrade. Acrylamide is found in uh, foods such as bread, crisps, uh, you know, uh, french fries, and coffee. Tobacco smoking also generates su substantial amounts of acrylamide. Animal tests have shown acrylamide to be a carcinogen, but until recently, no studies have demonstrated a link between acrylamide in foods and cancer in humans. Uh, this is the first epidemiological study using biological markers for measuring acrylamide exposure and the first reported positive association between acrylamide and breast cancer. Um, the study comes out of the National Food Institute at the Technical University of Denmark. And the study um, had 374 postmenopausal women who developed breast cancer and 374 healthy women as controls. All of them were included in the Danish Cancer Society's Diet, Cancer, and Health cohort study that had enrolled almost 30,000 women ages 50 to 64 years during the periods of 1993 to 1997. Um, all previous epidemiological studies were based on food frequency questionnaires. And the scientists behind this study instead used biological markers to be able to more accurately determine the acrylamide levels ingested by the women participating in the study. The women's blood was tested for the level of acrylamide bound to hemoglobin in red blood cells. And the findings um, they report showed a positive association between an increased acrylamide hemoglobin level and the development of breast cancer after adjusting for smoking. The risk of breast cancer doubles with a tenfold increase in the in the acrylamide excuse me in the acrylamide hemoglobin level. A tenfold increase in the acrylamide hemoglobin level corresponds more or less to the difference measured between the women with the lowest and highest exposure. The study also shows a stronger association for estrogen receptor positive breast cancer. The findings strengthen the concern that acrylamide is carcinogenic in the quantities um, to which ordinary people are exposed through their diet. It should also be noted that a new Dutch study shows an association between ac acrylamide and foods and ovarian and endometrial cancers. It is, however, important to stress, according to um, one of the authors, that neither study indicates an unambiguous association between acrylamide and foods and cancer. It is, for example, uncertain whether the observed effect on breast cancer is instead related to other compounds formed along with acrylamide during the heating of foods. Further research into the potential adverse effects of, of acrylamide is, is important before any um, definitive conclusions can be drawn on the significance of the substance for cancer in general. At the same time, it emphasizes the importance of continuing the research and initiatives aimed to reduce acrylamide levels in the human di diet. Um, we just listened to a wonderful speaker Michael Pollan, and he, he wrote, he's written a couple of books, um, I can't think of the book offhand, but um, 
anyway, it's, it's, it was a great book talking about the food industry. It's the number one book on the New York Times bestseller list right now. And it, 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 one point that he made, he just spoke at our university out here, University of California, Santa Barbara, and one point he made is anytime that we change the natural state of the food, we essentially alter the food. And um, I think that's been a premise we've had for a long time. Um, and maybe now we'll start to understand why the Western diet, he, he calls the Western diet the death diet, because it is essentially killing people around the world. Um, anyway, I just wanted to share this one with you and make sure that you think twice about frying foods. I, I, I don't really fry foods, but I do like my french fries and my chips, and I guess I better think twice about it. Fortunately, I don't smoke anymore. The second paper comes out of the, oh, let's see. It's, a, it's from the PLO, PLOS uh, magazine, which is, let's see if I can find that. I had it. This stands for, well, I can't find it right now. Oh, uh, it's a PLOS medicine magazine. Anyway, it's um, titled, how the firms, and this one, the, the title just caught my eye because it, it goes back to my, a premise I've made a number of times about yes we've done wonders in women's health research but we've it's been primarily marketed or aimed at women post reproductive years and they call it the, how the pharmaceutical market is failing pregnant women um, the existing research and development and business model of the pharmaceutical industry is failing pregnant women according to a, a paper published in, in this uh, magazine and in their analysis of an industry database that tracks drugs under development since 1981, Imperial College London's Nick Fisk, he's a professor of fetal me 